That's right. Go and tell your friends that I'm not going to conform. I'm going to be okay as I am. I am more than enough. I'm going to teach others what I know, no matter how little it is, because there's such joy in that. And I am not going to be boring as I do that. I am going to be bold, and I'm going to be creative. My name is Taku, and I love you. Thank you. and welcome to Two Words with Taku. I'm Taku Mbudzi and you have just been listening to the end of one of my speeches that I gave last year to a group, in fact a room, no, a theatre auditorium full of high school students. And I just wanted to show that as the way that I normally end my speeches when I speak to children or when I give my um, inspirational talks in in schools or or to people who I love. I, I tell them I love them. And and so this thing around motivational speakers has been on my brain for this whole week and I don't even know why. But I call this topic, I hate being called a motivational speaker because hate is a strong word, but I really don't like it. <laughs> and I think I, I don't like it because that's not what I do. And I just wanted to record this episode to, to talk through the, the difference or what I think is the difference. But yeah, I just want to talk through what I go through as a speaker, how I got into speaking and how I'm feeling about this whole public speaking profession at the moment uh, for me personally. Uh, so what happened is that I came to Australia to study architecture and I had quite a few challenges trying to stay in the country because of finances, my family was falling apart, a whole heap of things. And I started a fashion business in Perth, Australia. And then um, through my business, it kind of blew up. I got a lot of exposure. I was doing interviews, I was doing fashion shows and I was in the papers and just, you know, kind of it kind of raised my profile in an unexpected way. And then I started getting asked to speak at schools and at different community events and business events. And people would, yeah, say, come and tell us your story of how is it that, you know, this young African girl who lands in Australia by herself is suddenly running this business that's winning business awards or you're getting this attention or you're not the typical African um you know story or you're not you're just unusual you're different so come and tell us what you've been doing and yeah I started doing that quite a bit and then it got to a point where I was just getting paid to speak and that's what I was doing so more than the fashion stuff and you know I was doing that at the same time as working in other jobs and running my fashion business or promoting stuff and then um, was also working, yeah, normal jobs. So architecture jobs, technical jobs, all sorts of things. Um, 
But I had a real shift uh, when I was doing my master's in architecture and I decided I didn't want to do that. I decided I wanted to become a professional public speaker because it had gone to a stage where I was just getting calls and people asking me to speak all the time. And, you know, to be honest, it's, it's a good gig. If you get a lot of speaking engagements, uh, people will pay to hear, hear your story. And I, was, I had a, an agent at one point and I also had a business advisor who was helping me price my speeches and, and things like that. So there was an actual business model around me speaking professionally. However, even before I decided to become a public speaker or a professional speaker, I, I just, I never really liked the term motivational speaker anyways, for me personally. And I think it's because I had been to many events where there were motivational speakers. And look, I'm just going to say this disclaimer right now. They are the good, the bad and the ugly within that whole scope. It's like any profession, doctors, there's the good, the bad, the dodgy. Um, you know, musicians, the good, the bad, the dodgy, you know, so when I say I hate being called a motivational speaker, I'm not saying that they're bad. I'm just saying for me personally, that's not how I roll. So that's what I'm going to be talking through. Anyhow, so I decide that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to become a professional speaker. And then it came down to starting to write about myself and market myself. And I just wasn't comfortable with using the motivational speaker tagline because I don't believe I motivate people that's not really what I do and and so it became about defining what it was that I did what was different about the way that I spoke on stage or the way that I would present myself even back then I really had to you know do some some research and question you know what is it that kept making people want to hear my story or want to keep booking me. And the main thing that always came out after my speeches was Taku, you inspire me so much. Taku, that was inspiring, inspiring, inspiring. Oh my gosh, the inspiration. Taku, you inspire us, you inspire us, you inspire us. And, you know, it would be the, the audience would say that or the people who'd have booked me. So I got a lot of this, you know, you're inspiring us. And... I was like, oh, okay, so that's what I do. I'm, I'm an inspirational speaker. And to me, the difference is that with inspirational speaking or what I do is that I literally get on stage in my tuckiness and I tell you my story. I tell you the good stuff and I tell you the not so good stuff. And then I'm pretty honest. I will tell you that I haven't made it yet. I will tell you that I'm not perfect. I will tell you that I'm making mistakes. I will tell you that, um, you know, it's hard. And I guess what I do is try and share with people what I know at that time or what I've learned up, up until that point. And so the inspiration side of things is, in my mind, when I get on stage, I just want to plant that seed of hope. That's it. I just literally want to um, inspire you, but also plant that seed of hope. And then what you do with that seed of hope after that is, is on you. Because the thing is, I have tried to motivate people in my personal life. And so with the motivation, to me, it's more of the pushing, you know, like pushing people, like it's the external force to try and push something or someone forward. Like, what is it that's pushing you? And 
you know, that's where you hear the things like you can do it and you can, you know, be anything you want to be. And, and, you know, some of those, those lines, which, okay, fair enough, I've used them and it is a hazy line, but I think the difference with how I speak on stage or when I'm giving one of my speeches is, is that I just have no expectation from my audience. So when I'm speaking, I'm not expecting them to love me back. I'm not expecting them to all follow me on social media. I'm not expecting them to buy anything, which is a huge part of what I feel divides me from, I guess, some motivational speakers or professional speakers. Most of the times I'm booked by clients who just want to hear my story. And they pay, you know, X amount and sometimes it's quite a bit of money and they just want me to inspire their audience. And in fact, now that I think about it, most of, the, most of my clients know that's what I do. And so sometimes they'll say, oh, you know, if you want to bring your books, you can bring them. And, you know, when it's the kids stuff, normally I give the books away. Or if it's um, that I'm running a specific workshop, then I'll have certain um, ways that I teach. So I literally just teach, but I, I never, I'm really trying to think if I've ever been on stage and gone, okay, everybody, now after this speech, you can come and buy my book. And then this, oh, just even the thought of that, it's, I just, I don't do that. And I can't do that. Um, so then that brings me back again to that whole thing of how motivational speakers are branded and how they market themselves and how there are some things that I personally am not comfortable with. And um, I once went to a seminar where they had quite a few motivational speakers, as in these are high level, international level speakers. And I went to this event um, not long after I decided I was going to become a professional speaker. And I was astounded by just how different people present uh, their stories, their messages, their pitches and how they sell and how they might do the soft sell at the beginning. And then they tell you the nice, warm and fuzzy story. And then at the end, they just smash the hard sell. And then, you know, it was so fascinating to me. And uh, this was probably oh gosh, it's a good six years ago or something like that. And I remember being at this event and Richard Branson was actually speaking at it. And he was pretty cool. He was just normal. He was chilled. They did a Q&A, but they had quite a few other speakers. And one speaker stood out to me and his name is Les Brown. And he's quite well known as a you know, he's one of the best speakers in the world. So he's competed, he's been ranked, he's he's literally one of the best speakers in the world. It's just known. But I remember watching him in this sea of, I think, 13 or 14 other speakers. And he didn't try and sell anything. He just spoke and he just um, shared his story and that was it. And for me, that had a much more uh, deeper impact, I guess, than, than what I saw with other, the other speakers. And that resonated a lot with me because I was feeling it on the inside. And um, I, I think for me, when I do speak uh, and, and the things that I talk about or the topics I talk about are around those deeper things around, um, you know, what we say to ourselves, how we speak about ourselves how we see ourselves 
how we motivate ourselves rather than waiting for other people to motivate us um because a lot of the times i'm i'm sorry i've seen it so many times where yeah the external people whether it's family whether it's friends whether it's um, work whoever are trying to motivate someone to change their lives or they're trying to coerce or encourage whatever it is they try and do it doesn't work because there's an element of almost almost telling the person how to do what they what you think they need to do whereas with what i do i just say what i'm doing or what i've done and then hopefully there's some sort of magic that lands in people's hearts and then they want to know okay well how can i do that too or what 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 do i do but it's them driving it because that whole thing of being inspired is linked to feelings and i am a feeling being i i just feel if i'm angry you will know about it if i'm happy you will definitely know about it because i'll be dancing on stage and then i always feel so much love when i speak and it's just become that thing where when i'm on stage i'm i'm literally talking to these people or these kids or whoever out of love you know and and so i listen to me i can't even explain what i'm trying to say <laughs> um yeah the whole inspirational speaking thing versus motivational they just they just feel very different to me and and so yeah so i've had this on my brain right so the last week or so i've just been thinking motivational speaker um that's just not me inspirational speaker that's a title i have on my website but i think i'm going to change it because i'm trying to do the whole tv producing story writing comedy all of that which are an extension of my inspirational speaking so with all my stories whether they're fiction comedy or anything when i'm writing i'm writing them for me because yep yeah, you know i i have these ideas and i love hearing how they come out um so for starters i i almost write the things that i'd like to see or hear or laugh at but then also as i'm doing it i'm always thinking about how i want to inspire people to to think differently or to feel differently or to um see their world or see others differently and so that forms quite a big part of the focus of my storytelling and that whole thing around we can all inspire each other we all have that that magic that we can pass on to somebody else and and imagine it being like a little spark so you know i get on stage and i'm this burning flame of you know energy and i'm dancing and i'm singing and i'm reciting poetry i've got videos and photos and i'm just telling you oh my gosh you know life is good and you know this is what i've done and and you know anything is possible right and then just a little bit of spark just scatters across that room and lands in all these little hearts or all these little minds and then how those sparks fuel up into their own fires i don't know what happens there Do you know what I mean? So I think all of us have that um, have that gift to inspire other people. 
but not everybody has the gift to motivate. Now, I, I have motivational speakers that I've watched who have almost challenged me or pushed me or told me what to do. And then, yes, because I've wanted to do it, I've done it. But not everybody is good at that. That is not everybody's gift. And for me, I don't think that's my gift. So again, I come back to my gift is to encourage and to inspire and to plant the seed. And yes, I can teach you some things that I know, but I'm never going to be the person who's a pusher. Ah, I can't do it. And that's what it is. I, I just, I can't push you to want to do the things that would be good for you. I don't know what they are, you know? Um, so that that's pretty much all I wanted to say around that topic. Uh, but funnily enough, um, I was on my podcast app on iTunes and I was looking for a new podcast to listen to. And then I came across Stuff You Should Know because it's in the charts and stuff. And I'm just scrolling through. And didn't I come across an episode, Serendipity, Universe, God, whatever you say, I don't know. Anyways, I come across this episode called Do Motivational Speakers Motivate People? And it is a glorious 53 minutes and 32 seconds of these two guys who have this awesome website where they um, or podcast where they talk about stuff you should know or how things work. Oh my gosh. I was literally listening to this podcast episode on the train and laughing out loud. It was, oh, it's so good. You have to listen to it. And I'm going to put the link in there. Because they said all the things I'd been thinking and feeling and I didn't know how to articulate it. And, you know, they did some research. They tested some things. They talked about, you know, Tony Robbins and some other big names. They talked about, you know, the concepts, the scientific or non-scientific facts around motivational speaking and whether it works or not. And it was just so good. And as I listened to it, I was almost laughing and feeling a little bit like, oh, okay, so... There is a difference. It's hard to explain, but it's almost like I'm in that in that world or in that circle. And I can hear how other people are perceiving some things or some aspects. And it was quite refreshing to hear that and, and then just be able to have a laugh and go, oh, okay, well, yeah, people, man, there are some hooks and crooks out there. I'm telling you, I've seen it where... If you are not smart, people will take your money. That's all I want to say. I'm I'm not judging anyone. I'm not pointing fingers or naming names, but I'm just saying you always have to be careful and do your homework with who you let motivate you with quote marks or inspire you. And I think with inspiration as well, it's less I don't know. There's less pressure or there's less, um, you can almost enjoy the inspirational speaking or the speeches. And I think that's, that's what I do when I give my speeches. They're fun. I'm, I'm having fun. And I'm there to share that energy and, and that lightness or to pass that on. And then that's, that's what I want to do. I don't want to be there like pushing people and telling them, oh my God, you need to do this and you need to do that and you need to sign up for it now. I'm just like, yeesh, people, that is just not my jam. 
Let's not. But anyways, uh, I feel better because I've got that off my chest. And um, I guess it ties it ties into this podcast and, and that whole thing about writing. Because I have just given a speech in Queensland to 600 kids. And yeah, it was just a talk about where I've come from, what I'm doing, what I'm working on. And it was fun because I was talking to the kids about how I've written this kid's book and I want to see it become a TV show and some of the things that I'm doing at the moment. And then I switched it and I did the session with the kids where I asked them to come up with their own TV show ideas. So I paired them up and we just had fun. And whether or not those kids work on those ideas ever again, it kind of doesn't matter because because what was what what happened in that moment was the seed was planted so the seed was planted for that hope or that possibility of what could happen and i almost feel like that inspiration or that inspirational aspect leaves room for the curiosity to then go and explore further like okay so now i'm feeling this magic and this fire and i'm inspired how what am i going to do to work out what i need to do how can i then um yeah work towards what i need to do what did i take out of it um yeah so what was my point oh my point was why am i talking about this on the podcast well because speech writing is one of the categories i cover on here and i talk about um telling stories on stage or being able to um speak to an audience or people you don't know how to write you know, speeches, how to write presentations. That's the kind of stuff I cover on my podcast. And because I'm looking at how I want to, yeah, if if and how I want to continue speaking professionally whilst I pursue all this TV stuff and the producing stuff, um, yeah, it just came up again that, oh, I, I just, I don't like being called a motivational speaker because that's not what I do and yeah that's all (laughs) um okay well look um i think i've spoken long enough i will put a link to that episode uh in the description i'll also put a link to a linkedin um post that i've seen i haven't i mean it's it's interesting um, so it's by Prasad, Ron Prasad, and he, it's just called The Difference Between Motivation and Inspiration. And it's got quite a few likes. And so, yep, I'll put that in there. You can have a read as well. But yeah, that's pretty much it for today. I hope that you are having a fabulous day. Uh, if you're curious about all my other writing, TV, comedy all sorts of adventures you can find them at taku.com.au i am on instagram the instagram and twitter as at taku speaks and i'm also on facebook as taku tv uh, i haven't been on youtube for a while Eesh, i probably should make some videos but uh, if you're curious yep look for taku tv on youtube All right, thanks for listening and I hope you have a fabulous night.